Welcome to episode 2 of Seriously Funny. I am your host, Mashnor Kabir. Uh, how's everyone doing? Uh, America's going through some great stuff, and we'll get to that. But to start today, I want to say, magic and alchemy were so much cooler before we started calling them physics and chemistry. I mean, who who went to an alchemist and said, you ain't an alchemist, you're a chemist. You take two letters off, two letters off, and it becomes this amazing thing, turning lead into gold into a class that I almost failed in 10th grade. Bro, why, why would you do this? It goes from magic to levitation to the opposite sides of a magnet's repel. I don't understand why, man, history, whoever, whoever did those things, screw you. you, you, you made it boring, okay, it went from amazing, cool transformation to if you put a, uh, if you put an FE3 plus uh, material into a solution of copper sulfate, it will rust because of oxidation i don't want to hear that i want to hear look at this magic oh my god it went from brown to silver in a second bro dang then there's organic chemistry and this chemistry and that chemistry god go back to alchemy bro i want to i want my gold i want to turn my lead into gold i want to i want to turn dirt into diamonds you know turn my pencil lead into diamond which would make more sense because they're carbon but Man, rest in peace, alchemy and magic, dude. I mean, I guess magic's still alive. Shout out magicians. Chris Ramsey, great magician. Love that guy. Uh, David Blaine, that man, a magician, I don't know. Maybe he's just insane. He put himself in ice for a while. The man's an endurance artist. He, uh, He stuck himself with a needle through his hand without hitting a tendon. Yeah, yeah, maybe he's just insane, not a, not a magician, but he's still dope, insane guy. If you've ever heard him speak before, uh, he's not a very animated man, pretty stolid type of guy, very, uh, what other words? Scalawart, is that a word? Uh, I don't know, whatever the, whatever the word is. The man's not very emotional, he's, he's a pretty blank guy, and maybe that's because he does stupid things to himself, but, you know. You got to do what you got to do. Sometimes it's fun. I think he held the record or holds the record for um, longest breathing in water. That's pretty cool. Unless someone beat it. I don't know. He had a TED Talk on it. Great TED Talk, by the way. Definitely would recommend. But yeah, nah, that's stuff. Uh, yeah, that's, that's all funny. Speaking of funny jokes, jokes are hard to make, bro. Anyone ever thought of that? Like, you know, I, I said last episode, I'm a pretty funny guy, you know, class clown and all that, tooting my own horn. But jokes, like to make a joke, like stand-up comedy, comedy, did I say comedy? Stand-up comedy, the people that do that are absolute G's, bro, G's, I mean, geniuses, in, like, they're out here, dude. Going from nothing to I am on a stage with a single light and a single microphone. You don't know me. I don't know you. I'm going to make you laugh. How do you do that? For me, the jokes I make, the way I make people laugh, the, the humor I have, it's all contextual. It's based on what someone said or what I just said or something, what was did in the moment, right? These are the jokes. It's based on the conversation, something I can, it's wit. I don't know if that's, is that snap heard? I'm not sure. I snapped my fingers. If you heard it, you did. If you didn't, well, crap. Oh, is that a Discord? Mute myself. Goodness gracious, how embarrassing. <laughs> but um, anyways, yeah, joke is stand-up comedians. The cracked, it's insane. Like, so uh, talk like Ted. I mentioned that book in the last episode. At what point in the at one point in the book he he says this comedian I don't remember his name. I read this book so long ago. Um, talked about how it took him 
two and a half years to perfect a joke before he put it on stage about a pop tart bro jokes are actually hard because i mean i've genuinely tried like from silence like let's say i'm uh playing video games or something with someone and and we're being quiet because nothing's happening in the game and i'm like huh what 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 funny joke could i say right now bro no idea i blank out there's nothing nothing original like i can't come to maybe something i read on reddit maybe something i heard from a real comedian I can't think of a joke, dude. It's just, how do you do it? You got a this, and then there's a punchline somewhere, and I don't get it, dude. It's so hard. Shout out to the comedians out there. You got legitimately, these people are geniuses. Comedians aren't usually, um, actually like lives of the party. Like if you bring a comedian to a party, a lot of times they're observational. They they watch. They they their minds work in a different way, and it's kind of crazy, dude. Uh. So, I, obviously, if they come to a party, they're probably going to be funny. But, uh, you know, when they're when they're quiet, uh, when they blend in, they, they really notice things. And, yeah, shout out. Comedians are dope. Um, I did listen to the last episode, by the way. I don't think I'm too loud. And I was surprised when I looked down at my phone uh, and moved away from my mic by just a few inches how, how much the volume dropped. So, um no, no, what to do? Say about uh, that's fine. He, I was still, I was still able to be heard, so it's whatever. And I, I guess it's because this microphone is on cardioid. That and this microphone's a USB microphone because I'm too lazy to go get a proper microphone, hook it up, and then go get a Go XLR, and then do that and this and the. You, I I'm 18 and I I I play video games so I needed a video game microphone. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm not fancy out here. But yeah. Hopefully uh I'm not too loud and no one said I was too loud. I got some wonderful comments from the last podcast. A lot of people seem to enjoy it. So thank you uh for 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 enjoying it. Should, wouldn't that mean me? Shouldn't I be saying thank you? You're welcome. You're welcome. There we go. Um, and I'm kidding. But yeah, jokes are jokes are hard. That's the moral of the story. Uh, if you can make jokes, if you're able to create a joke on the spot, uh, just know that you are superhuman. You are amazing, and you're better than me. Please teach me how to do that, because I I would I would love to be actually funny. Man, crap, that went dark. <laughs> uh, I make people laugh. I'll take it. Whether they're laughing at me or with me, it, I'll take it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, all that stuff is uh, great. No. My taskbar, crap. Where are we? Okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't have sim- three simple show notes today. I, I actually have a fair number of show notes so that's a thing and um we'll go through them the first one was uh start with something dumb so i I hope uh, everything you just heard for the past eight to nine minutes was uh wonderful and uh soothing and calming and you know uh lightened lighten the mood if you if you're having a horrible day or if you're having a normal day maybe you got to smirk at it maybe maybe just maybe I made you laugh. And if I did, my stand-up show will... No, I'm kidding. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day I'll learn how to how jokes work and learn that and joke theory and humor theory. I don't know. It's probably insane. I just drink some water. Shout out water, by the way. Water's dope. Shout out water. Speaking of water, uh, so I don't know if this is just me. Uh, first of all, my, my blog post on Wednesday was about water. Yeah, I wrote four paragraphs about water. Yeah, and you definitely should read it. Link in the description. But, um, uh, has anyone else heard water called hydrogen dioxide? Because for some reason, I I feel like I have. I feel like I, I've heard it referred to as hydrogen dioxide. I don't know if people call it H2O, which is correct. It, it is uh, too... H two it is two hydrogens and an oxygen. So 
Uh, so going back to, you know, alchemy slash chemistry, uh, in chemistry class, you, I had to learn all these formula names and chemical names and compound names. And uh, I didn't learn the compound name of water in this class, but I learned how to read, you know, like H2O and I like figure that out. And so it, I realized one day that it isn't hydrogen dioxide. I think I was playing video games with people and like in my head, I just had this epiphany. The way you would read that is dihydrogen monoxide. It's two hydrogens, one oxygen. I don't know if if it is just me who has heard this hydrogen dioxide thing. Maybe my brain just made up the memory and I'm having cryptoamnesia. But when I learned that it, or when I figured out or discovered for myself that it was dihydrogen monoxide, my childhood broke in front of me. It was absolutely devastating. I, goodness gracious, so many years gone. I, man, crap. You know, what a sad realization. And if it isn't just me and other people have this misconception, yeah, it's dihydrogen monoxide. The Mickey Mouse head is two hydrogens and one oxygen, not one hydrogen and two oxygens. So, yeah. Um, and to confirm that, you know, I, I went to I went to the most viable, valuable, and correct source I know at google.com to check that. And I went to the Google and, you know, more for more reliable information, I went to Wikipedia. And yeah, I was right. It is dihydrogen monoxide or maybe dihydrogen oxide, whatever you might want to call it. Because uh, hydrogen dioxide would be uh, more, it would be a viable name for what people call hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, and those are the things that you put on your cuts if um, you're too much of a wimp to put the alcohol, the rubbing alcohol on your cuts because you don't want it to burn or whatever. Psh, nerd. Yeah, I think if it's burning, it's working. All right, I want rubbing alcohol on all my cuts. It hurts, but that makes me know, all right, that makes me feel like some sort of infection is getting burned off, you know? I don't know if that's just me or not, but yeah, that's, yeah, water. Water's dope. Shout out to water. I'm going to drink some more. That was good. Okay. So now that uh, I've uh, brightened the day, let's um, darken. Oh, I forgot, to, I forgot to close my window. I wonder how much that can be heard. Sh- should, I, should I go close my window? Huh. Hmm. I think for an experiment, I should to see how different it will sound from when my window is open versus closed. And if it doesn't sound very different from other episodes, I may just, uh, I may leave it open because it's getting hot. So I- I'm going to, I'm going to keep my mic on and uh, let's go close my window one second. Ah, it's a very, uh, far walk. Not really. I wonder how loud I am. Uh, put the headphones back on so I can be official and stuff. All right. So now that uh, now that that's done, uh, I hope. Uh, actually, I hope there isn't a difference in the sound because if there is, and it's a better difference, is problem. That that means I have to close my window every time I do this, and it might burn one day if I just have a heat stroke. You, you guys know why now. Um. So yeah, now that uh, <laughs> the funny part of the podcast is done, let's get into serious. Oh, I didn't even record the intro, did I? Uh. I'm God, I'm probably gonna have to go back and do that again. Dang it, man! I was really hoping, like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make that mistake this week, bro. I'm not gonna have to go back and split the track and go put a new thing. Yeah, I probably will. Dang it! Now, yeah, whatever. It actually sounded pretty smooth. It sounded like nothing happened. So, whatever. Actually, now that the window's closed, it might sound different. Hopefully, it doesn't. But you know, we'll we'll see when we get there. Which is, uh, I'll see when I go check maybe by chance i i did record it correctly and i just forgot which is extremely possible anyways uh now that the funny part of the podcast is done let's get into some uh some serious which uh and and this time when i say serious it's uh probably gonna be a little more serious than i, I would like uh for future actual future serious topics uh to begin uh i'm you know elephant in the america ele- not in the room in the america uh police systematic racism uh black lives matter these are all uh, terms and things that you have definitely 
definitely if you are not even if you are living under a rock i'm sure you've heard it screamed somewhere these are these are topics and problems that have come to a bigger light because uh, they they've always been problems uh systematic uh, we'll get into what that means and uh, other things and before i do begin on any of this i i am not going to sit here and pretend like i'm extremely educated on this topic first off i am not black i am i'm bengali and brown uh it is is one i'm 100 percent sure it's extremely different i i've heard some of the stories from people trying my best to uh gain some empathy uh for that side it, it, extremely different uh maybe it's just where i grew up maybe it's just due to my ignorance or due to you know i, I don't know but uh no i've never uh, feared for my life due to cops i whenever i see cops it is I, I feel like i should feel safe um but we'll get into that uh no so yeah i i'm uh, i'm not gonna speak here and or sit here and sound like i know what i'm talking about and i'm gonna probably not be sitting here trying to offer solutions because i don't know enough and i I don't know repercussions i don't know politics i don't know how countries work you know um these aren't things that i i study or these aren't my areas of expertise or my erudition where it lies so um yeah i'm just gonna speak on this as a human being because this is a human problem uh, and a person who does love America, and I want to see it prosper, and as an American citizen, uh, born and raised. So, yeah, to to start, the first thing I want to talk about is not, is the system, the, the police system. This is not political. This is not polarizing. The system has problems. The police system has problems. This is objective. It's it's broken. Uh, I'm I there. So in doing this, you know, listening and hearing these things over the past uh, few weeks, uh, it has been two weeks. It might be one and a half weeks. I don't know. However long this has been going on, body cams on police are not being turned on. Dash cams on police cars are not being turned on when everything goes on. What is this? Why is that happening? The, you are you are blocking evidence. You are not recording evidence that is mandated, should be mandated to have in order to protect you, the cop, or in order to protect the, the victim if you are wrongfully accusing someone or wronging something wrong. Things that should be recorded, these are things that are important to to keep in mind and to, again, record. These cams need to be turned on for officers that are not turning them on and doing things, there should be a enormous penalty for this, a very big penalty. And yes, it's hard to sit here and say that the case should just get thrown out because what if, you know, it is a genuinely you forgot and, uh, you know, this is a big crime. This guy did something that is actually, you know, should be taken to court and he should get punished for. But still, there there needs, that that's an issue. That is a enormous problem. That's not okay. And, Next to that, why why are police getting slapped on the wrist? It, this so a lot of police. Uh, first of all, this is you know where police are getting charged now. Uh, like the the officers that I think it's the four officers. I think it's all four of them because I think there was three on top of Mr. Floyd, George Floyd. Everyone should know his name by now. This man was, there was a video that um, went viral and it, of, a, of a black man being suffocated to death by, in the video you could see one officer, but I, I believe there were two other officers on him. So three officers were on him and then one officer was keeping it so that no one touched those other three officers. And so... The guy on his neck, it was Officer Chavez. I don't even know his first name. Honestly, I don't want to give him attention. Uh, but those, him and the other three officers, I believe, so all four officers, are are getting charged because people are angry about this, which they rightfully should be. I, I don't get disturbed very often. That video, disturbing. Uh, we'll touch on that in a minute. But that uh, 
you know, police aren't get, police were not getting uh, charged for these things. Uh, Brianna Taylor is a young woman who got shot eight times in the bed of a man who the police believed. Uh, I don't even know what it, what it was, but he supposedly he did something uh, and uh, think, you know, they just barged into his house at midnight. Uh, and so, you know, his girlfriend's in the in his in bed with him. He he wants to protect her. Just in, what if he's getting robbed or something? Uh, so he so he you know gets his firearm. Uh, and whether that should be allowed and not, this is a completely different topic. He gets his firearm, and the police barge into his room. Three of them. I I think their body cams are also turned off. I don't even know. And they they take shots at him, and instead of killing him. Killed his girlfriend, who who did literally nothing, and those police weren't charged. Uh, hello, justice system. Uh, if the president is not above the law, why are police officers above the law? This is that that was murder. That was complete murder. I, I don't care if it was an accident. Murder. Uh, I don't need context for that situation you killed someone innocent that's point blank period and you you just shoot first uh, police police are definitely not getting trained enough police are not getting screened enough these are and this is also a point for everyone police are human beings fun fact so uh, yeah uh, human beings we're not we have our flaws just biologically psychologically these Police officers, their training is, sucks. Uh, and I say that um, as a claim of objectivity because in other countries, it takes so long to become a police officer. The training is rigorous and it's horrible. In this country, it you need to have more hours to become a barber, a licensed barber, than you do to become a official police officer. The system objectively has problems. I have not made political claims. Uh, th- that's a problem. And then next to that, uh, to speak back on Chavez, the, the guy who suffocated George Floyd with his knee, that man had previous reports on his name. He pulled w- a woman out of her car uh, for a routine stop. He he shot at people. I think he did shoot someone before. Uh, I, I It might have been fatal. It might not have. The man had a track record of failure as a police officer. Why was he... He shouldn't have even been in uniform that day where in which George Floyd was suffocated. He should not have been there. He should have been facing repercussions because there were multiple times this happened, not just once. It's not... It's not even a slap on the wrist. He didn't get anything. He, he, it's like a pat on the back. It's that's not okay. Police officers need to be punished for the things they do. If you, he, whether you read George Orwell or not, and you think that humans are completely corrupted by power, which I think is a, a hard topic, but if you give someone power, and then you give them no consequences whatsoever yeah they're going to abuse the power probably this is common sense the the police system in itself before i even speak on anything else there's problems there's objective problems in that sector Uh, i can't i don't know the solutions uh more police training different police training more police screenings i don't know objective problems it's not okay because people are dying and there's no reprimandation on the, on in this life right now of those for those police officers and that's not justice um the next thing i want to talk about what police are i think that a police officer is a man or a woman, a person who has dedicated their lives, has trained for the sake of protection and service to the civilians and the people in America. 
I'm not not just the citizens, all the people in America. Now, if you are if if you are shooting innocent people, if you are pulling people out of their cars, if you are arresting people needlessly, you're not a police officer in my opinion. You're you're you just suck. Uh, I don't even know if I can call you a person at that point. It, to me, those those aren't police officers, and I believe, and I'm pretty sure this is true. There are a a hun. I am a, I'm very sure that there are more positive cops than there are negative cops, and these negative cops, who again I don't. I would not say I would not call them police officers. They're not they they do not make people feel safe. They do not seem to be protecting people. They're hurting people. I it's, it's yeah. I don't know, man. That's my definition of police officer and I I just wanted to say that all the other ones, the ones that do bad things, the ones we see shoot and murder and brutalize i you're not a police officer you don't deserve that badge you don't deserve to call yourself a police officer well also i did want to give one shout out to the ex-wife of officer chavez who instantly instantly divorced that man after the george floyd incident shout out to you miss i don't know her name but good for you yeah screw him uh what he did sucked and you knew that and you saw it and you left him instantly shout out um but yeah i i i do want to say i do believe there are more good cops than bad cops quotes around those words uh and yeah, again, I guess it'll come more when we speak on racism or when I speak on racism in a minute. But yeah, it's uh I will do now. Uh I I I don't fear for my life if I see a cop. Uh I'm I'm a man, especially now. Uh, I believe in people and if I got stopped by a cop, I would my first thought would be this is a this is a this is a police officer and as i just defined this person just wants to keep me protected even if it's just a means of reprimanding me for going too fast because that's also in safety for me right uh, if i'm going too fast i might hit someone i might die and i might kill someone in the process uh, you know there's a, so a ticket is the consequence for that and or, or just a warning whatever it may be uh, and, and you know that's fair i i did something wrong i should get reprimanded unlike the officers which are not um i I would never fear for my life if i from an officer um and whenever i see them in public whether it be at fairs or this or that you know just doing their jobs making the rounds i've spoken to these officers and i've spoken you know my resource officer in school uh, or and you know my resource officers i guess sometimes you see some other ones they're all fantastic people terrific people uh, i've spoke spoken so many just on free time that for the most part i i really do believe they're great people um and yeah so everything we're saying absolutely sucks uh really really bad um and i actually in my notes uh, I don't have written speak on Floyd, so I'm going to do that now. I want to speak on the George Floyd thing. One thing that I, I see it called is uh, this is a murder. I disagree. It was more than a murder. That was torture. I'm not sure if uh, anyone listening to this has ever been tortured before in their lives. It is absolutely excruciating. It is horrible. I, I can't say I've been physically tortured, but it's... It's really bad. Um, you are in constant pain. You are getting hurt over and over. You are being brought to the cusp of death and back over and over. It's it's horrible. It's inhumane. It's disgusting. It's and to be in the position of the torture torchy. I don't know what the the word would be. The one getting tortured. 
absolutely abysmal. Uh, your hope gets ripped away from you. Your humanity will be tested. Your everything. It, it, it's it's going to get shattered. George Floyd, for I don't know how many minutes, was choked. He was suffocated. He had multiple officers, three officers on top of him. And I think they were telling him to get in the car. Geniuses. It's a little bit hard to get on the car when there's three, probably what, uh, let's say they're average males, two times two times two, uh, when there's, or not two times two times two, two times three, when there's 600 pounds on top of you, it's a little bit hard to get in the car. Sorry. And to those who say there's no context, some situations, context is important. Yes, in this situation, it's not important. The man was tortured and killed. You don't, not, they're, they're, you don't need context for that. It sucked. It was bad. That was wrong. That should not have happened. Point blank period. I don't care what he did. And even if he murdered someone, the justification for that, we are not in primitive times. It's not Hammurabi's code. It's not an eye for an eye. There is a justice system. And jail, I assure you, jail is 100,000% worse than death. Jail is depressing. Jail is horrible. Jail will destroy you. I don't know if any of you have done nothing for even thir- and two hours, but doing nothing and being forced to do nothing for months, if not years, in jail, your mind will be obliterated. But back to the point, George Floyd was, was tortured that day. And uh, mentally speaking, I, I felt torture. I, I've, I've been mentally tortured for years. It's horrible. I, I cannot imagine. I cannot begin to fathom what George Floyd went through in those last few minutes of his life uh, and this this that's not okay in any way shape or form Brianna Taylor cold-blooded she got eight bullets pumped into her cold-blooded murder but you know Eight bullets pumped into you. She died on spot, I'm sure. So, I mean, the only thing for her in that is she didn't have to suffer. It, it, she's died. That was just simply murder. But again, this this was torture. And watching torture. This wasn't a movie. This was real life. This was a real life that is now gone I think that's enough said on that situation now next uh, after the untimely and appalling a boring death of George Floyd uh, my generation bless all your souls uh, started bringing up this this these words again the black lives matter movement uh back in the day a few years ago when this first happened uh black lives matter the protest to that protest was all lives matter and joiner lucas speaks about that in his song i'm not racist wonderful song uh, if you haven't heard it go watch the music video for it it's revolutionary uh to for a lack of better words uh and and at first, back then, I would think, yeah, all lives do matter. What's, um, you know, why are they getting mad about someone saying all lives matter, don't they? Um, and now, finally, I've gotten context for this. If you are getting angry when someone says black lives matter, you're, you're, this is not mercantilism. Because someone else's life matter, life matters, doesn't mean that yours doesn't matter. The, that was the first point I learned. And then I heard two great analogies. And I guess this is, I mean, <laughs> these are kind of funny, but they're so true. 
and help me understand better. The first one uh, I saw was saying all lives matter is like going to a breast cancer awareness fund fundraiser and screaming what about colon cancer Uh, no and then the other one this one really explained it for me this one it, it was funny but it really hit and it was saying all lives matter is like looking at a firefighter and saying all houses matter when there's a house on fire we we're screaming black lives matter because in this time in this moment it does not seem it seems like black lives are mattering less than all lives and all lives should matter all lives do matter but in this time and not just this time for the past so many years especially in american history it seems like black lives don't matter as much as every other one that's a problem because at the end of the day they're human and regardless of the color of their skin they bleed the same color as you do they bleed the same color as i do and for that they are just as important as you or i or anyone else uh and along with that systematic racism is a word that's been thrown around in the i i just to define this systematic racism means that the system i e the constitution the system of justice the exec the systems that america are built on the principles the foundations the ideas the the actions that america is built on are innately racist and if you study these things it's kind of true uh say i think is the th- the 13th amendment releases slaves um shout out Abraham Lincoln, great guy, uh, probably America's greatest president. I researched him, dope, uh, who who signed slavery away. But even so, in that amendment, uh, slavery is abolished, except for people incarcerated. If you're incarcerated, then, you know, non-paid labor, i.e. slavery, uh, okay. It's like, you know, wearing the orange jumpsuit and go clean the highway. One third of America's incarcerated race is uh, black. Okay. And obviously, you see the justice system, and you see everything going on right now. Black people are targeted way more, and brutalized way more, and victimized way more than white people. Even in, say, drugs, white people and black people smoke marijuana at about the same rate. Black people are arrested four times as more than white people are for possession of. Uh, Yeah systematically racist and like i said i i can't i don't know the solution you're you're trying to change human psychology here and it needs to be changed 100 percent. and it is definitely possible to change our brains are amazing we can rewire the thing and so it's possible 100 percent. but it needs to change and how how long it's going to take i don't know and to anyone who thinks racism is over or racism is not a thing, then no, you're wrong completely. And if you don't understand your privilege, if you are not black, you're part of the problem and you are wrong. Uh, if, to hear more educated words on this, to hear better people speak on it, I mean, uh, the past, not the last one, but the past two before that of shows of impulsive um they speak on it very well. Uh, Mike Malak, uh, Logan Paul, and uh, uh, the name of the third host slipped my mind. They speak on it really well, and they, they say things a lot more educated than I do. He offers some resources that I, I can't recall right now. Um, but if you, I would recommend to listen to those two episodes of Impulsive, also a podcast. But yeah, those those are two terms. Black Lives Matter for all the people who who didn't understand, you know, why, you know, what like the meaning of this uh, and systematic racism. And yeah, they're they're definitely problems, and they suck. Uh, Obama said the best thing to do. Shout out Obama. Uh, the his, his message on Instagram and Twitter on social media, the things he wrote, were wonderful. They they helped me understand the situation better, and they helped me get a very clean and great perspective on everything. 
Um, and so, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the next thing I have here is racism. I want to speak on racism. Racism is a thing, like I, like I just said. If you believe otherwise, <laughs> no, you're wrong. And it sucks. Uh, even if you look at American history, we have only so recently abolished segregation. Uh, racism in America, it, it, especially when you sit there and learn it in history class, which is you're definitely learning it biased. A hundred thousand percent you are learning it biased through the textbooks you are reading and studying. It is biased information. It, it wasn't that long ago. This is within the last hundred years. It, 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 it's not this some long, long thing ago. This is recent. That we even abolished the, the systems of slavery and abhorrent, you know, physically abusive racism of slavery and uh, of extraordinary racism, of segregation, of uh, Jim Crow laws and all these things. And yet there's still mental racism. There is still racism built into, like I said, the system, systematic, and still ingrained in some people. This is not okay uh again what can we do to fix it i'm not sure and i uh, it's i'm not fond of speaking on things that i don't have solutions for but uh, and this isn't complaints these are observations these are th things that are undeniable at this point uh when the founding fathers were building this country a lot of them were against slaves george washington uh Thomas Jefferson, he 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 wasn't a fan, um, even though they had him. They were against slaves, and they said slavery, racism is going to be an issue uh, that is like holding the tiger by its ears. And they were right, and they still are. They they one of the reasons they didn't address it at the beginning. Uh, Thomas Jefferson has many uh, recorded talks with people of the French who, who said, you know, this is dumb. Don't don't let this slavery thing go on. Don't let it happen. And, and Thomas Jefferson's like, you're right. But if we do that, this country's splitting. We, we will not be able to build this country because of how polarized people are. The people of the South and other people, they would rip us apart. Everything would fall to pieces. We're trying hard to build the country. We just started. We don't know what we're doing. And so that's why they didn't deal with it. And when it was finally dealt with slavery abraham lincoln we went into the bloodiest war that america has ever gone into in our history when we even tried to let that tiger go it wanted to maul us and it almost did it split the country in half and even now it's a problem the tiger is not gone the tiger has not been tamed yeah. Uh, so, still a problem, and that and that does suck. Um, also, with racism, I I cannot imagine. I you know I people are speaking on their skin color and stuff, and some of the things that these black people say. God, I never knew. Uh, I I can't imagine. I could not imagine. I. Uh, I would like to understand and know uh, it's important to me what these people are feeling and what they go through. But yeah, the, from things of fearing for your life due to the hand of someone that is claiming to be a protector of society or even joining organizations and wondering whether it was due to your own effort or due to the color of your skin, uh, MKBHD on YouTube, he he made a video, Reflections on the Color of My Skin. And he said, I don't, sometimes you second guess, am I, did I make it in because they just needed diversity or did I make it in because I was good? I don't know. And when he said that, I never thought about that. And that must suck and there's so much more that I probably don't understand. And it sucks. 
so you know yeah these that's also racism uh know that you do not know don't make assumptions do not uh, yeah and, and you know being brown uh most of the prejudice i've seen in my life uh yeah you get your it jokes all the time but uh, a lot of them were for me it was religion based the prejudice that i've seen in my life i have been bullied i i have been prejudiced prejudiced i don't know I've seen prejudice against me. You know, most of it was for my religion rather than my race. I'm a Muslim. So I, I can't begin to fathom the how it must feel to have racism against you due to the color of your skin. Something you have zero control over. And I, I would like to say to anyone watching, whatever the color of your skin, it's beautiful. Remember that. Love the color of your skin. You are not the problem. You are not the problem. The color of your skin is not the problem. The system is the problem. The people that believe otherwise and treat you otherwise, they are the problem. You're the color of your skin. If you are black, it is beautiful. If you are brown, it is beautiful. If you are white, it is beautiful. If you are Asian and yellow, it is beautiful. Whatever color you are, even if you are purple or orange or green, I don't care. The color of your skin is absolutely beautiful. Do not forget that. And do not wish to change it for anything. Because you are not what needs to change. You are beautiful. And yeah, I, I want to say that. And the last thing to speak on is my thoughts on the protesting. Protesting's dope, uh, amazing, absolutely wonderful. Shout out Martin Luther King Jr., who uh, you know he led a bunch of great protests. He was a great guy. He was angry about something, which was the lack of civil rights in this country, and he protested for it. And he did. He he helped change the system. Uh, wonderful man. And. Uh, so protesting is fine. Going out on the streets, holding your signs up, you know, doing what you're doing, that's okay. Um, the police brutality, that's not fun. Uh, I probably should have addressed it earlier, but yeah, I like a video of an old man getting destroyed by the police just surfaced. Bro, if you see an old man, just, just skirt around the guy, bro. He's an old man. And as for groping protesters, for violating protesters, what, bro, uh, to one extent, yes, the police officers are human. They are probably absolutely terrified. There's one officer and 50,000 people. But that is no excuse to do the things you're doing. And for the president, I'm not going to make a political statement to say F the president or shout out president, but bro, you're the president of America. One of your jobs is commander or chief of citizen supposed to show some moral support to give hope to the people to your people who elected you not one tweet not one message not one anything saying not even a solution just saying it will be okay rather you are threatening your own citizens and your own people with military force that's disappointing Enough said. Uh, I will. I will not speak anymore on that. Uh, but yeah, protesting is fine. Violence, in my opinion, is not fine. Stop uh, looting. I don't think is okay. Uh, why? Why would you, Why would you do that? Especially in the time where the economy is not doing the greatest. Don't loot. Especially when you're looting mom and pop shops. You're not looting some big corporations or anything. Uh, and a lot of corporations have spoken and uh, commended and supported Black Lives Matter. Shout out to all of those corporations. Uh, I know the game I play, Apex Legends, that company Respawn is adamant on supporting uh, Black Lives Matter, which is wonderful. Shout out to them and many other companies are supporting the movement, which they didn't do last time this, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement came up. So I'm really glad that big companies are getting behind this now. But yeah, don't loot. Uh, violence is also not the greatest. Don't hit people. Don't do this. Don't do that. Um, you know, Martin Luther King was also about peaceful protests and he he did make change so it's doable through peace uh looting and all these other things uh, i've learned through obama's uh through obama's message it's the minority of people that are looting you know doing being violent so shout out to everyone that is doing this wholesomely and, and quote correctly end quote now the other argument is uh it never worked the change never worked the peaceful change didn't work so we have to be violent <sighs> i get that I do. 
but you can't destroying the system and going into anarchy it just won't work if you do that the sheep will have nowhere to go uh, the the talk on sheep wolves and shepherds is a different podcast but if you destroy the system so many things will go down the absolute drain you don't destroy the system change the system yes the system 100,000% needs change it is not a perfect system by any means at all but if you destroy the system bad things will happen uh and if looking plato uh, will say that it will go to tyranny we don't want that um so we can't destroy the system uh you need to change it and and that is systematic like obama said through voting uh so yeah i i cannot say I support the violence or the looting or any of the negative things going on. Uh, people taking advantage of the situation to steal or any of this. Uh, don't do that. And I would uh, personally say don't support that. Um, uh, I get the argument. I really do. But peace will give less of a reason for the people on the other side to have to get angry at you don't give ammunition to the people so that they can the people against you so they can say oh yeah well look at you guys you're just a bunch of looters and whatever it, don't give them ammunition uh, they if you are peaceful they have no ammunition uh and and you do yeah uh in the end this 51 minutes in an hour but 51 i i think uh the last bullet i had on here was depending on how long all of the speak takes and the energy left on talk about something calming uh <laughs> i think i don't think I, I riled up too much and i i don't think i ended on some great note uh so i, I don't think i need to speak on anything calming i think that the things i've said have been my opinions and my thoughts uh, and none of it was to uh, uh, what would the word be I don't know none of it was too polarizing or anything big so yeah uh, I think we'll leave it off there for episode 2 hopefully hopefully episode not hopefully definitely episode 3 will be a lot less serious I think I will be just be speaking on uh, I'm Gone by Ian Dior as an album uh, if you listen all the way through and this uh, this topic going on around America matters to you, which it should, uh, many people are saying it's not an American issue, it's a human issue, I agree. Um, thank you. Those were simply my thoughts and my my opinions. I implore you to donate, to educate yourself, whatever it may be, do something. I also need to do those things. Um and yeah, episode two of Seriously Funny. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week.